turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Oh, yeah, baby. We are live. We are local at 6.03. It is Arthur Idala. And, yes, this is a live show. It's on July the 3rd. Even though the law office was empty, with the exception of Judge Barry Kamins, who, you know, God bless him, he is the anchor of the Idala law firm. It is not I. It is Judge Kamins. And not only do we have a, um, a great show because I'm excited. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, those of you who are around, maybe you're by the pool, maybe you're cooking dinner, maybe you did have to work today and you're on your way home. Um, we have a great guest, like a really a great guest. I've never spoken to him before, but I have a feeling we're going to do battle. We have a Seagal on the phone. Now, maybe it's Seagal, but no, I think it's Seagal. Uh, San Bellino, how would you say it? S-E-G-A-L-O? Uh, I would say Seagal, maybe Seagalala, because there's yes. two L's, but I think, it's, well, yeah, it's, I think a, it's Seagal. It's not the guy from, uh, no, it's not Seagal. Siegel would be a G uh, G I E L. Uh, no, no, this is a legal scholar. Uh, this is Eric Siegel. Uh, no, Seagal. Listen to Samuelin, you're screwing me up. <laughs> um, and uh, I think probably he and I maybe have some different uh, views on the Supreme Court and some of their decisions. It's just Samuelin and I. Joni decided to, uh, you know, cool her heels today oh, thank you know, it's a it is a weird day it's july the third it's a monday tomorrow july 4th it is a national holiday it's a big one um the rule i laid down in my office was um you know if you need to come in come in if you don't it's not going to be held against you i spoke to judge Cammons around 11 o'clock this morning and uh no one was there but that's okay you know we work on some high profile stuff and some serious stuff and, um, you know, taking a nice four-day weekend, Friday, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that's a good thing. Um, you know, we don't do this often because we don't have enough time. That's what I find. But if you want to call in today, 877-970-2999, 877-970-2999. Um, my immediate family uh, just dropped off my godson, Nicholas Arthur Lewis Bambina, at JFK, and he is heading to Italy for about a month. Um, he was already there for two weeks. I don't know, two weeks ago. Uh, good for him. Um, thanks to my dad, really, for pushing all of us, my sister, myself, and now the next generation to spend time uh, in Italy. It's a wonderful place to spend time in. I mean, he's not exactly sending us to Afghanistan. 
Um, so, Nicholas, I know you're not listening because you're about to board the plane, but good luck. You're going to have the time of a lifetime once again. Um, I've had a wonderful time since we last spoke. Well, what happened was this. Okay, I'm going to give you a little quick update before we're going to do a little abbreviated first segment, and then we're going to do a big, long second segment with this special guest, and we're going to just dig in some legal issues. But I just, I, everyone tells me, they love when I talk about the law and like life as a lawyer. So here was life as a lawyer on Friday. Um, I had every intention on Friday of doing the show. Um, I was going to do a little early. Look, folks, it's no secret. Sometimes I pre-record the show. I, I always pre-record it on the same day, but sometimes for certain reasons, I have to do it a little bit early. And then you hear that show, that announcement in the beginning. The show has been pre-recorded. All right, squeal pigeon. You know, the words of the great an honorable and spectacular Curtis Sliwa stitches, wait, snitches wind up with stitches and end up in ditches. And that's how I feel like that guy is. Who's like, this show has been pre-recorded. Like, okay, what do you got to tell everyone? I did it at five o'clock as opposed to six o'clock. But anyway, be that as it may. Um, so I had every intention of doing the show a little early, albeit on a Friday, but I had to go visit a client in prison in Philadelphia. So I woke up early on Friday morning. Um, I forget exactly what I did Thursday. But I had something to do on Thursday. And um, and um, we, uh, I, I went to prison thinking like, okay, I'm going to go right from prison to um, go get the, to the office, do the show, and then do take a, uh, a train out to Long Island, which I haven't done in decades. Long story longer, I get to Philadelphia, no issues, get to the prison, no issues, get into the prison, no issues, get into the room where we're supposed to meet the client, no issues, you know, got to strip yourself of everything, your watch, your Fitbit, your, um, you know, obviously your phone and everything else. Um, so the, um, so I sit in there and now it's visiting day in prison. And let me tell you folks, that is heartbreaking because it's all men, right? And they're all in these yellow jumpers. And you don't know, like, what crimes these guys are in for, but all you see is the little kids who are there, their children. And they're little kids, three, four, five, six. The guys are wearing the yellow jumpsuits. They're sitting in plastic chairs. There's a little plastic table in front of them. Then there's another plastic chair where there's a female adult, and then there's, like, the little kid bouncing back and forth. When they first walk into the room, they're allowed to, like, give, like, one big hug and kiss, but nothing crazy. And then the kids, I mean, so I'm sitting there. Now, typically, they bring my client within 15 minutes. That did not happen. So I'm sitting in that room for, I think it was an hour and 10 minutes. And I have nothing. I have like a piece of paper I have to bring to her, but it's just from about me talking to her. And, you know, we're just so used to being, like, occupied all the time. Now, I was occupied just being an observer of these families. There was a lot of them. There was maybe 20 men and then and they're some of them, some guys were with their parents or aunt's uncle or something like that. And then there's a woman and then a kid and, and just watching all of that interaction is just makes your head spin and think like, who's really being punished now? I mean, obviously, yes, the guy is being punished for the crime he did, but now he, now you got another kid growing up without a dad. I don't know. I, I think it's something we need to, to think about. Obviously people need to be punished if they do something really wrong. Um, but you, I, I mean, all I'm thinking of is I'm looking at this like eight year old 
and let's say his dad gets 10 years, now he's going to go, you know, a, his whole life, like that hunk of life where you kind of evolve into the human being that you turn into without a dad. And again, you just wonder, like, who's really being punished here? Is it the dad? Is it the kid? Is it us as a society? Because now you have a kid growing up without a father. It's... um. You know, these are difficult questions. But anyway, so I couldn't get back to make the show um, because I got stuck in prison for so long because then once I met with the client and she wanted to talk to me. And so here's the big deal. It was um, my in-laws, Jerry and Annette Bertuna's um, 50th wedding anniversary. It was exactly on June 30th, which was Friday. And then we were all having a family dinner, a very intimate family dinner in Long Island. And there's no way I could miss that. So I drove like a bat out of hell from Philadelphia. I'm heading to New York. And then like a light bulb went over my head. And I'm like, instead of me like going all the way to the east side where our office is and parking the car and then going back to Penn Station, maybe I could call someone from the office to meet me by Penn Station and take my car and put it in the parking lot. And then I could take the train. And then that's exactly what I did. Um, my man Lino from the office, he, I asked him, would he be offended if I asked him to park my car? Cause that's not really my style. And, um, he did, and it was great. And it took so much time off of my hands. And I got out to Long Island and we had a beautiful, beautiful, happy 50th wedding anniversary to Jerry and Annette Bertuna. It was a wonderful, wonderful occasion. And it's been a whirlwind weekend celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. We are going to take a break now. 877-970-2999. We're going to come back with this great guest. We got to do like two minutes of commercials. Then we're going to come back with this great guest who there's like four Supreme Court issues that we are going to jump into. So if you want to talk about it afterwards, just give us a call. 877-970-2999. It's Arthur Idala on the Power Hour. Idala and San Bellino. So um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We've been traveling far. Without a home. But not without a star. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. And yesterday, I was at a christening, and guess what family was at the christening? The Sabah family. And what did the Sabah family own? Brenda and Danielle and Robbie, Bay Ridge Honda. Yep, 88th Street, 4th Avenue, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Bay Ridge Honda. Been there forever, 60 years. Bay Ridge Honda is kicking off the 4th of July by saving you $1,500. That's how much you get when you turn in your trade or lease 
and purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Your Honda dealer serving the five boroughs. Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bayridge Honda. Even if you don't buy from them, they will buy your car from you. So visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bayridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayridgeHonda.com. That's BayridgeHonda.com. Have you Avail- ever eaten a burger that someone grilled for way apply- too long? All that hot- See dealer for details. Ends July 30th, 2023. Sam in the house. Throw in additives and flavorings to essentially trick your dog into eating it. Unfortunately, missing key nutrients they need to thrive. That's why Dr. Marty, a veterinarian Forbes magazine called The Miracle Worker, created a premium dog food called Nature's Blend. Nature's Blend is different than other so-called premium foods out there because it starts with real wholesome ingredients like turkey, salmon, flaxseed, sweet potatoes, and spinach. It's freeze-dried to perfection, protecting the natural nutrients, incredible flavor, and texture dogs love. My son Trevor's dog loves Nature's Blend. It's shelf-stable. It contains zero artificial additives or preservatives. For a limited time, claim 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free pack of premium dog treats. Just go to drmartypets.com slash Mike G or text Mike G to 511-511. Text Mike G to 511-511 for Nature's Blend. Message and data rates may apply. So let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. God forbid if your wife or your husband or your significant other are in a hospital or a rehab center, rehab center, are people telling you that you are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. You could, you could lose your whole life savings. You could have to apply for bankruptcy. Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys know their stuff because they've been doing it for 40 years after helping hundreds of people. They will tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll tell they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. So call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. Call 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. 718-238-7500. And after you talk to them, trust me, folks, you will be so glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. If you're under 60 years old, I don't care if you're 20. 30, 40, 50, or 60. You haven't lived until you see him screaming. He is just such a showman. I mean, there are a lot of great show people out there. I know Pink puts on a great show. I know Taylor Swift puts on a great show. Um, Obviously, The Stones. But Bruce has this way of relating to 100,000 people. So that people are all the way up in the nosebleed section, like they feel Bruce Springsteen. 
Um, let me bring in our next guest because he's a spectacular uh, scholar. He's really a legal scholar. Eric Segal of the Ash Family Chair, uh, professor of law at Georgia State University. He, his credentials are through the roof. He's clerked for um, s- uh, several federal judges. He, um, he teaches federal courts and constitutional law. He's the author of the books Originalism as Faith and Supreme Myths, Why the Supreme Court is Not a Court and Its Justices Are Not Judges. I cannot wait to hear from him. His resume is too long to read. I'll take up the whole segment with him. So without further ado, here on the Author Idola Power Hour is Eric Segal. Eric, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? It's actually Siegel, but no worries. You know, as long as they call me. But it's not called, it, it's not spelled Siegel. Uh, I'm from Long Island, by the way. Um, oh, it, it, um, what town? Came from Paul Washington. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. That's yeah. where the, uh, the, the shelter's over there, right? Uh, yeah, the great, a lot of great things. Yeah, I, I moved away a long time ago, but hello to New York. I'm, I'm, a fellow, I'm, a, I'm an original New Yorker. <laughs> and hats, hats off to Sam Bellino for saying it's single, Thank you. even Thank though it's you. spelled single. Okay, the guy who came in with the commercial too early. But we'll talk about it later because I don't want to take up any more time with the professor. So, okay, professor. So, basically, we got a couple of cases that came down, right? So, there's the affirmative action case from the Supreme Court, which today was followed up by a lawsuit regarding um, legacy admissions to Harvard University. Then we have the postal worker who's allowed to say, you can't make me work on Sundays and they can't fire him. And then you have the web designer who um, says, you know, I'll design, I'll work with gay people all the time. I just don't want to do gay websites, gay marriage websites, because that's against my religion. So, Professor, you could take it wherever you want to and rip them apart. Well, I like to talk about the affirmative action cases because I think they are probably of those three, the most substantial. They were also incredible. Well, I can tell you, all my gay friends who I hung out with, I guess it was Saturday night, they, they respectfully yeah. disagree with you. But well, well, hold on. I mean, so, okay, well, we'll start, with, we'll start there. I, I want to be clear. The plaintiff in that case, the woman is a bigot and is terrible, and we should all call her a bigot. But... You were talking why, about, wait, hold on. Why, hold on. Why? Why is she a bigot? Because in the Bible, it's not. A, it's she, not about. She, she she filed an affidavit saying she believes homosexuality is immoral, and that is the basis for opposition to same-sex marriage. So why is why? Well, that doesn't mean she's a bigot. That just yeah, means that's her religious belief, and that's no, on, that's what on, it's. The people in 1964 who went to court and said we don't want to have blacks at our restaurants because our faith tells us that we can't. They were still bigots. Bigotry based on faith is still bigotry, but she should, but, but hold on, let me finish, but she should win the case. And I hate saying that, but no, she should win that case because let's talk about Bruce Springsteen. If Bruce Springsteen doesn't want to perform for a particular audience, even though he's willing to perform you know, for 25 other audiences, the government can't make him sing when he doesn't want to sing or a wedding poet can't be forced to write a poem for a wedding that they don't want to write for. That's a violation of the first amendment. Um, there's, there's a, it's not about religion. It's about free speech. Um, as a law professor, the government can't tell me where I can give my talks and where I can't and what I have to say and so on and so forth. We can hold two ideas. The best example, and it's an analogous one, is everybody remembers the Nazis in America marching through Skokie. Well, it turns out the courts held they had a constitutional right to free speech and to march through Skokie. But the second part of that sentence should be, they have that right, but what they're preaching is bigoted and terrible and demonic, and we don't want Nazis in America you know, espousing those views, but we have to tolerate that because of free speech. What she is saying in her sworn affidavit in the court was immoral. 
she is, she's basically saying, well, I, I think homosexuals are immoral people. That is prejudice. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just, I'm asking, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you, but I'm asking, yeah. did she say, I think homosexuals are immoral people, or did she say homosexual marriage does not... No, she said I, homosexuality is immoral. Okay, I, I did not know that. Yes, so, um, but going back to affirmative action, um, what I want to say about that is, I think there are, I'm a law professor who's been on admissions committees, hiring committees in a state, Atlanta, Georgia, a city and state, Atlanta, Georgia, where in my lifetime, and I'm old, but I'm not ancient, <laughs> when I was six years old, a hotel two blocks from my law school went to the Supreme Court and said, we don't want to take blacks. That's my lifetime. That's not Civil War. That's not the Great Depression. That's my lifetime. We don't want to take blacks. Now, they lost that case, but that's what they said. We have had a racist country for centuries. We just have. It's not debatable. It's not arguable. Slavery, black codes, segregation, redlining today. I don't know what the right answer is. And as a policymaker, I am willing to debate whether affirmative action is good or bad, because I think it's a very complicated, tough question. Here's what I'm here to tell you, though. Affirmative action, as Harvard and, and University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill practiced it, is absolutely not unconstitutional. UNC is 8% black. How can they be discriminating in favor of blacks when the school is 8% black? Eight. That's eight. The state's 20% black. So what the court should have said about all of these cases and what the court has sort of said about affirmative action for decades is what they said about abortion last year. I'm pro-choice all the way down, all the way down. I, I, I met my wife giving a talk to Planned Parenthood. But, but there's nothing in the Constitution about abortion. There's nothing in the Constitution about affirmative action. And what the court should have said is this is a difficult policy issue. We all have our opinions about it. The voters should decide. And in 10 states, 10 states, Voters have decided to end affirmative action. We don't need unelected life tenure judges to ram these principles down our throats. If people don't want affirmative action, they can ban it. And they have in 10 states. So it was a huge overreach, just as much as Roe versus Wade was a huge overreach. And I say that being pro-choice from head to toe. So my, what I've written about to my 30 years of being a law professor is all courts in free, all courts, Greece, Italy, Rome, America, Brazil, you name them, all courts. The very notion of being a judge is taking prior law seriously. In other words, I'm not being asked to make the best decision, all things considered. I'm being asked as a judge, is there something in the Constitution that prevents people we elect from making this decision? And Alexander Hamilton said, not the actor, but the actual guy, said in 1787, in the Federalist Papers, judges should do their jobs in terms of reviewing laws with humility and modesty and only strike them down when there is a clear constitutional error. And, so you don't, um, think, world, you don't think affirmative action is a clear constitutional error about the equal, equal rights? Provision you're referring to says uh, no state. Not, the, the Harvard case doesn't involve the Constitution because Harvard's a private college. But the uh, University, University of North Carolina Chapel Hill does. And no state shall deny to any person the equal protection of the laws. That's the text. No state shall deny to any person the equal protection of the laws. What North Carolina admissions does is it looks at all factors, athletic ability, high school success, board scores, alumni, all the factors. Are you a great violinist? Do you live in rural Montana? Whatever it is. Um, and they use race as one of those factors of many. And then they end up with 8% black. How is that a violation of no state shall deny to any person the equal protection of the laws? 
It's not. The answer to my question is it's not a violation of that. And you've been hoodwinked by the media to think that it is. By the way, the word race doesn't even appear in the 14th Amendment, uh, in that part of the 14th Amendment. So, no, I'm, and again, I'm not defending affirmative action. I'm not criticizing affirmative action. I'm a lawyer. I'm not a policymaker. I'm, ju- I'm a law professor. I'm just saying there's nothing in the text of the Constitution that stops a, a state university from saying, you know what? We're going to take a lot of things into account to build the best class we can that's diverse. And one of those factors is going to be race. So, Professor Segal, let's talk about the practical effect of this. Isn't that basically what the Chief Justice wrote? In other words, if some guy writes... No, no, it's not close to what the Chief Justice wrote. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He did write, right? If if in their uh, personal statement, the kid writes about growing up in East New York, Brooklyn and the poverty right. he was in and how he had to yeah. eat out of garbage cans and all of that, right. that right. there's nothing wrong with the college taking that into consideration. It just, basically what the decision uh, well, well, says is uh, there should well, not be a quota system. I mean, they don't yeah, use those words, but that's basically what it is. Well, hold on. First of all, if what Robert said in that paragraph you're citing is to admit that person for that reason, you have to be able to demonstrate a specific connection between that person's personal story and your admission standards. So right off the bat, let me just tell you, the University of Michigan, for example, that's a bad example because Michigan had laws of affirmative action. University of Georgia probably gets 40 or 50,000 applications a year. What the court is saying is a prerequisite to using affirmative action makes affirmative action basically unusable. But, but But the point you're heading towards is not a bad one. Yes, you're correct. Ever since 2000, ever really since Bakke in 1978, universities have used race in admissions and they've had to hide the fact that they're doing it because of the Supreme court's bizarre and terrible doctrine. Um, that's the Supreme court's fault, not the university's fault. Um, this is not in 1950, the university of North Carolina was 0% black and no black person had ever been there. That's discrimination. That's obvious and a clear violation of the 14th amendment. And if there'd been no whites and it was a state school, that would be a violation too. What North Carolina is doing is completely separate, and they end up at a university that's, that's overwhelmingly white. So why is that? A, why is that deny anyone the equal protection of the laws? Make the argument to me. Why? How is that a denial of the equal protection of the laws in a state, by the way, that into the mid 1960s treated blacks as second class citizens under the law for for, for, centuries, for centuries? For centuries. So here's a statistic that I have not verified. So I'm, I'm just okay. putting that on the line that that has been yes. told to me by, by a pretty in, intelligent individual who I trust. Okay. He said that 30 years ago, 36% of the Ivy League college population was Jewish. And today it's 7%. So what happened since affirmative action? Did all the Jewish people get stupid? Like, well, how did that I'm happen? Very, very skeptical. That is a correct statistic. But even if it is, uh, even... I, I would need to know a lot more about that statistic before I can really respond to it. Um, there is no scenario where Ivy League university admissions committees get around a table and say, we don't want Jewish people here. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I agree with that. I agree with that statement. But they, <laughs> but they say, but we need to have more African-Americans. and We need to have more Hispanics. Uh, look, here's the truth, Professor. You and I don't you, know each other. Wait a minute. The case involved. Hold on. The case involved Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill is 8 percent black. So just deal with those facts, because that's what the case was. I don't, the case was not Harvard, because Harvard's not bound by the Constitution. That's the, the federal statute. UNC is, and it's 8% black. 
black. In a, in a state that's 20% black, race is one of many factors that are used in some cases. How is that a denial of the equal protection of the laws? So, Professor, I know I look. I know you have to leave. So, I, I would definitely want to give you the. I, I definitely want to give you the. Le- you're right. You have to go. Right. I mean, I'll keep you on. I, I didn't know. I do. I have to go six thirty. I have a hard time. Okay. Right. Area, so, so, so yeah. I'm. I'm just going to give you the last word on two things. Sure. Number yeah. one, the New York Times published statistics uh, the day before yesterday, or maybe Friday. I don't know. It's a long weekend, so I'm a little confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. That said, of Democrats, of registered Democrats. I think it was sixty some odd percent thinks it think the Supreme Court got it right. Of independence, it's almost eighty percent of the Supreme Court got it right. So it basically, like, is America hoodwinked? Like the fact that six, six, the, well, America th- is hood, well, my whole first of all, America is hoodwinked because the Supreme Court's not a court. But leaving that aside, more than sixty percent of the American people thought Roe versus Wade was right. You can make the same argument. Um, listen, listen, listen. Look, I'm not. A, mm. I, I, I am a nonpartisan critic of this court. In 1801, 1857, 1900, 2000, that, that's 73 when because, because other, Franklin Roosevelt said we had to save the country from the court. In 1801, the Congress literally terminated the Supreme Court's tenure. Professor, I, I, I know you have to go. I want you to give me, let, leave me with 30 seconds. What, I want you to make the argument that Chief Justice Roberts, who loves that court so much, who guards its reputation jealously, what would his answer to what you just said be? Make the case for Chief Justice if, Roberts. If, right if he was being honest, he would say, Judges throughout time immemorial in all countries, three countries, have discretion. And, of course, the text of the Constitution is imprecise. Its history can be debated. So we have discretion, and we do the best we can to apply text and history and precedent to the cases before us um, the way judges do. And I would say to him, except you don't. That's what you say you do. You, both you and Earl Warren, both you and Justice Douglas was a big liberal, both you and Chief Justice John Marshall, the very first one, you'd all say that's what you do. But that's not what you're doing. You're, in fact, making all things considered decisions. And if you're a parent, I can tell you that when you make a hard decision about your child, that's difficult and it's complex and you're trying to figure it out and you make the best decision you can, and then you explain the decision, your explanation is not a full explanation of the decision. You don't know how much your parents affected you, how much your friends affected you, what other things, right? The fact that you describe it a certain way doesn't mean that's exactly what you did. John Roberts would say we're doing the best we can with imprecise text contested history and, and precedents we don't agree with. But in well, reality, I, I have to let you go because I promised yeah, I'd I let you go, but I got to tell you yeah. the truth, Professor Eric Segal, you, you totally lived up to the hype. But my producer's well, like, it. he's going to come on. He's going to be great. You're going to love him. You absolutely lived up to the hype. Um, no. I, honestly, I really, really hope you can find the time to come on. I would love to do like a little panel like you and Dershowitz and maybe my, a couple other legal guys who, I mean, you guys could go to war and I'll just be the moderator. It would be brilliant. It would be spectacular. I appreciate, I, appreciate, I gotta go. I appreciate you having me okay, on go. very, very, very much. And I'd be happy to come back. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank it. you. Happy 4th of July. That was professor Eric Segal. He is he, a seagull. Sorry. Thank you. Sam Bellino. Um, I mean, he's great. I mean, I, I could talk to this guy all day long. I mean, he is 
really, really got his act together. So we got a, like a half an hour to go. Anyone who wants to call in and say a quick hello on July 3rd, uh, I'm assuming our listenership is down ex- extensively since people aren't like in their car where they usually listen to us. But it's 877-970-2999, 877-970-2999. I'm going to come back. I'm going to go inside and see if I can get Dr. Chrissy Haynes to come on. And let's just talk about the state of health in the uh, New York City. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. So on this Monday night at 635, let's talk about our friends at Plaza College. You know, I've been talking about the uh, court reporting program at Plaza College for over a year now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916. And not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I would like to offer my sincere congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. The first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed the task, and they are now going to be registered nurses. What a spectacular accomplishment. Plaza also has the dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. Hi, it's Arthur Idala talking about my favorite shea butter that I put on my head, my face, my neck. It is hemp leaf, H E M P L I E F. Hemp leaf. 
You guys got to look it up. Go to www.hempleaf.com. That's www.h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com. Their shea butter, their liquid black soap, their icy pot muscle rub, their heel elixir for those women who are walking around those high heels and put it on before you go to sleep and you wake up with beautiful, beautiful feet feeling so much better. It's great for neuropathy. It is just an outstanding product. It is made with all natural ingredients on Long Island, New York. Their products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. They won't put anything on your body that you would not put in your body. So go to www.hempleaf.com. That is www.hempleaf.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. Oh, beautiful. Oh, heroes proved. In liberating strife. Sam Bellino, what do we got going on here? This is Ray Charles, America the Beautiful. The best, right? Now, I'm, I'm supposed to interrupt this. We got to go for this block. Come on. Here we go, folks. Crank it up. Crank up your radio. Right here, right here. Let's do it. Let's do it. America. Lito, if you're in the car and you can hear this, crank it up, Lito. Nice. Alright, so I know we got some people on hold. Anyone else who wants to call in, it's 877-970-2999. But before I, I go to the phones, I want to talk to uh, my sister-in-law who's here, the award-winning. She's the one who got me the award here at AM970, the answer from the what did I get that from? The New York State Broadcasters or the National Broadcasters or something? Sam, New York State Broadcasters this. Alliance, All yes. Right. Um, so you guys know her. She was my first guest ever on Adela Power. And she's like really smart and really pretty. And she's my sister-in-law. And we just had such an unbelievable day celebrating an unbelievable weekend. And it is the one and the only Dr. Christine Bertuna Haynes here sitting on my left, Christine. <laughs> Hi, say hello. Hi, everyone. So happy to be back. So, you know, I just did a um, commercial for Plaza College that has a nursing program. In all sincerity, because I've been in your emergency room and see the insanity, just tell the folks, like, the role of a nurse in in healthcare. I love my nurses. I would ha- not be good at my job without my nurses. I rely on them, depend on them. When I have good nurses, my day is easy. Most of the time I do because where I work is amazing and I have the best nurses ever. Shout out to Lenox Hill Nurses. And it makes my job so much better. And the patients have such an easier time because they're actually the first people they meet when they come into the hospital. I was going to say, like, of, like, 
100% of the time, how much of a time does a patient spend with a nurse versus with a doctor? Yeah, I wish I can spend more time with them. For, for the most part, they are with the nurse more. The nurse keeps checking in on them. How are you feeling? How's your pain? Is everything going okay? What can I get you? So they do spend a lot more time than I can spend with them, unfortunately. But um, so they have a huge part in the patient's comfort level. And I thank them every day. And thank you for everything you do to the nurses. There we go. So Chrissy, we've had you on so many times talking about COVID, COVID, COVID. Let's talk about what's going on in the hospitals in the heart of New York City that, well, I don't know. Is there COVID anymore? We don't talk about COVID anymore. It's like, so actually a great thing that, that... Like Disney song, we don't talk about yeah, someone. we don't want to talk about Who do we don't... Don't Come on, Sabaline, you got to know this. You got to... Bruno, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Thank you. I apologize. It's, it's basically, I want, I don't want to say non-existent and get everyone in hysteria, but for the most part it is. It is like the common cold at this point. And a big development that happened actually in the last two months is that we no longer wear masks in the hospital, which is absolutely huge. The day they announced that two months ago, I was in tears and not because, you know, it was like so uncomfortable for me. At some point you just get used to it, but because it was so uplifting to see that we have made such a huge improvement and made such a great, you know, stride. And it's like an end of an era. Yeah. It's a, it's just like we're in a new point and we almost cannot think about it anymore and for me and for my husband who also is an ER doctor at Maimonides it was really groundbreaking to be able to say oh we can wear a mask but we don't have to what's going on in the hospital like what are you seeing these days the big ER stuff the bread and butter ER the heart attacks the strokes the the belly aches the back pain what we love what we know and what we're comfortable with and you know patients aren't even wearing masks anymore. So, you know, in the past where during the height of COVID, of course, we would require everyone to wear a, ma wear a mask. And at, when they first uplifted the mask mandate, I was actually nervous if patients saw the doctors without a mask. But the fact that they're actually comfortable not wearing a mask makes me really, really at ease and just really feeling comforted by the fact that we've passed this pandemic. Certainly, give me like 30 extra seconds here. So, Chrissy, I know you can't talk about it, mm -hmm. but I read, and I just want to know, here's the question, how much disruption did it cause in your life as a doctor? I read in yesterday's or Thursday or Friday's paper that Madonna was actually at Lenox Hill Hospital. Did it, like, when someone of that stature is in the hospital, does it, like, disrupt the whole hospital? Uh, well, so I wasn't there when she was there, but we know that she was there, and and um, does it disrupt the hospital? You know, Lenox Hill is is a hospital, in, you know, on the Upper East Side where we're kind of used to. Who else was there? Tell us who where else we're kind of used to, you know, handling high end cases, and um, we're we're really good at it. And we don't obviously HIPAA. We can't talk about certain things and everything. But we, my colleagues and I do a good job in in that. And you know, we actually treat every patient the same. And Every patient who comes into our hospital is is a celebrity, so I can't really say anything more. Oh, wow. They're like, they should pay you extra for that. All right, so here's the deal. We're going to take a quick break. Um, if you want to call in, it's 877-970-2999. We're going to come back with Dr. Chrissy Haynes to talk a little bit about personal stuff, about what happened in um, our family uh, over this weekend, which has been wonderful. But if you want to call in, I know we have a couple of people waiting in. We'll take a couple of calls. We don't have that much time in this live hour here, live and local. I want to thank Frank from Staten Island for our last guest, Dr. Uh, Seagal or Siegel or whatever his name is. Um, but don't go away. We're going to take like one quick little commercial to talk about Perillo and then we'll be right back.
This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. It's fitting that the Supreme Court has decided 303 Creative LLC versus Alanis in June, LGBTQ Pride Month. Like the well-known Masterpiece Cake Shop case, 303 Creative explores the tension between LGBTQ public accommodation rights and a business owner's First Amendment right not to be forced to use her creative talents to express a message violating her religious convictions. Thankfully, the majority has vindicated Colorado website designer Lori Smith's First Amendment freedoms, holding that she can't be forced to create sites at odds with her deeply held religious beliefs. Colorado argued that once Smith created a wedding site, she had to sell it to gay and straight customers alike. The court has made it clear. Anti-discrimination laws aren't intended to bludgeon creative workers into disseminating messages that violate their beliefs. It's a great day for the First Amendment and the constitutional rights of all Americans. Okay, let's talk about what you are going to do in the month of October, because let me tell you, folks, if you have the time, we got the beer. That was a that, Sam Lane, you're too young to know that. That was a big beer commercial. If you got the time, Which we got the beer. Which one was that? I want to say Miller. If we got, the, if you Google, Google, if you, I don't Google, 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 Google it. If you got the time, we got the beer. No, what was it? Wait, hold on. Stay here. It's Friday. It's. I was going to say it's Friday. Let's see. I'm putting in. If you got the time, we got the beer. Miller High Life. Thank you. Seventy nine. There you go. That was a big, 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 big commercial. It was like one of the. Budweiser commercials that goes viral. But if you have the time this fall, between October 18th and October the 28th, you have to see the best of Rome and the best of Sicily for nine nights with our morning host who's spectacular, Joe Piscopo. What a trip. The best of Rome and Sicily, Mount Etna, Taromina, Rome, Catania, Savoca, Palermo. Piscopo sings for you. Unbelievable. Better have your cameras ready to go because you are going to get pictures and videos for the ages. Call Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515. You can call right now, 1-800-431-1515. Or go on their website, perillotours.com, perillotours.com. Or call 1-800-431-1515 to secure your reservation on this very limited tour before it sells out from October 18th to 28th, perillotours.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer.
go. Sambolino, I'm putting you on the spot. Two questions. Do you yes, know sir. what Super Bowl that was after? Who uh, was playing? Hmm, I do that one. I do not close know. to home. Close to home. Uh, so it has to be MetLife. I'm assuming. Or yeah, Giants Stadium. The, it, well, no, it wasn't at Giants. It was, but it was the New York Giants who were playing. The Eagles. Philly? They were playing. No, no, the Gi- no. This was the Super Bowl. They can't oh, play okay. Philly. Can't play, it's the same the thing. Right. They were playing the Denver Broncos, and. Um, do you know, take one guess. Now, think of me and the guys who I know. Who do you think Whitney Houston, after she finished singing, in my opinion, the greatest performance of the Star Spangled Banner ever, who did she walk to the sidelines and give a kiss to? Uh, well, it can't be Bobby Brown. No. Think of, <laughs> think of me. Think of you, Mick Jagger. Think, think of my clients. Oh, uh, Lawrence Taylor. There you go. Uh, she nice, right LT. over and killed LT, and I think they were maybe smooching back in the day Definitely. back then. One of the best renditions of the Star Spangled Banner. Okay, I, I want to get, get who's better. Oh, who's better? Uh, Roseanne did a pretty good one, right? Yeah. Okay. God bless. <laughs> um, I know. I know. We have uh, someone on the line calling in, so I want to take that call. Go ahead. Go for it. Give it. Give me. Give it to me, Sambolino. Oh, we have two people on the line. So. All right. Let's go one at a time. You All pick. Right. Uh, let's go with line number two. Someone you may know. Hello, it's Arthur Idala. Hi, Uncle Arthur. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Oh, wow. What a pleasant surprise. Luca and Jujubee. I did not see that coming. What's going on? Are you guys out at the house? Hello. How are you? Oh, good. Is everything good? Did you, did Nicholas get off? Okay. Yes. He's at the airport now. Gonna board, go on the plane and go to Italy and have a nice two weeks there. Oh yeah. And then, uh, then who's going to go meet him? Who's going to go meet him? Oh, us. (laughs) <laughs> good for Hopefully. you all right luca um, thursday thursday night yankee game yeah yankees orioles number one team well they actually the number two team yeah it should be a good time juju what else is up anything else well we can't wait to celebrate this weekend and we just wanted to wish everyone a happy fourth of july and hope everyone has great celebrations and sees the fireworks and sparklers and gets to spend time with their family. What a great, 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 great call. Thank you so much, Juliana Bambina and Luca Joseph Idala. Before I run out of time, I want to get to, um, we have another caller on the line. Take it away, Sam Bellino. Yes, we do. We have E. Frank. Oh, the Honorable. How are you, young man? Yes, uh, I'm very fine, Mr. Arthur. I just want to say... Um, this, uh, you know, I think there's a consensus with, with Joe Piscopo and Al Gattulo, his two sisters, and Uncle Leo, who I see every damn day when I go to Mass, and I, and I say hello to him, and he says, he gives me these stares and says, oh, please, I, I don't have time for your rhetoric. So uh, I have seven Gattulos, uh, which means I've been zapped seven times by the nephew, Al Gattulo, and I... Yes, they don't want me to appear on their show ever again, but I, I forgive them. I believe they, they really like me. They support me. Of but, course they do. And Al Gattulo is just a gem, a gem. And I got to say this uh, also. Um, 
you know, you don't have to worry about your, you know, your show, people not calling, because, you know, we're during, we're in festivities now, you know, people have their arrangements, they're going to arrange their barbecues, they're waiting for the big fireworks in Manhattan with Macy's and so E-Frank, on. E-Frank, I have someone of your stature, a, a talk radio icon like E-Frank calling me, do you know, I mean, it made my day. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to my favorite um, uh, neighbor who lives in Manhattan Beach, uh, Brooklyn. He usually comes uh, out once a year to conduct firework displays in my neighborhood, Michael Castroverdi. Uh, he's uh, a uh, auxiliary sergeant at the 114 precinct. He's a New York State Rasa sergeant, and he usually comes out to display legally with many of the children in the community legally he plays sparklers and other things that he's legally entitled to do so. Well, I so, love that, E. Frank. Well, Fourth of July. Let's hear it for the auxiliary cop. All right, E. Frank, I got to go, Lincoln, because I have two minutes left, and I want to bring my sister. Well, she's kind of like my sister, even though she's a sister through law. Um, Dr. Christine Haynes back on. Chrissy, could you just tell us a little bit about why this weekend was so special for our family? Yeah, it was really special. On Friday, June 30th, my parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. And we've been celebrating all weekend long, concluding today with ceremony, uh, reuniting. No, uh, tell them exactly what happened today, because today was awesome. Well, yeah, I'm telling them. So, so we celebrated all weekend long with these amazing dinners, the whole family. They were so happy. And then today, we actually had... Uh, great Mun seniors that we know very well who have baptized our kids, who married us, who married my, um, Arthur and his and Marianne, and they actually um, did uh, r- 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 uh, vows for my parents again. So they did, um, you know, take vows again. And for the 50th oh, wedding we anniversary, we too. walked down the aisle. The kids walked down the aisle. They had some signs on them. Um, and Ma- Madison and Ariana were the flower girls. You have to tell them what kind of signs. You said they had yeah, signs, yeah, on signs on them. them. What were they saying? They, they were the cutest things in the like, world. You think if I'm cute, you should see the girl I'm with. Yeah. They were very, the, the two six-year-old boys were yeah. adorable. The 10-year-old Madison was like the queen of the queen. Little Ariana was just gorgeous, throwing rose petal. My, my wife, the wedding planner, had, I mean, they, Chrissy and Lawrence this morning when I was walking Ariana, she, they created an arch that Marion bought on Amazon. And so it was like a whole, it was like a wedding. I cried. Lawrence and I gave away my mother-in-law to Jerry. And we're like, and when he told us, we told him like, she's a good girl. You better take care of her. Chrissy was crying, walking down. Who'd you walk down with? I walked down with the boys. All right. It was beautiful. And they are a role model. 50 years. God bless us on February 15th. My parents will be 60 years. So it's, uh, we're all lucky. Uh, you know, if, in case you haven't figured out, we're all about family. And we can only have the, the luxury of the family and living the life we did because we live in this country. You know, all of our ancestors came over here from Sicily and uh, where things were not good at all. And we, they created incredible lives, our great-grandparents, our grandparents, our parents. So um, on behalf of Chrissy Petuna Haynes, my co-host for today, and Arthur Idala and Sam Bellino, and Joni Pelzer, and Alex, happy 4th of July. Have a great day, and happy birthday, Geraldo Rivera, tomorrow. Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda.